He's a Brit Award winner, sold three million singles, over a million albums, had two top ten singles in the UK. Our guest to Hype Club is Tom Walker. Hello. Welcome. Thank you. How are you? I'm all right, mate. Yeah. A bit early in the morning, right? A bit early, slightly hungover. You know when you go to the pub for, for two drinks? Yeah. Know, and end up having six. Yeah, so. I don't really know that, you know. No, no, no. It happens no. to me quite often, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've heard, I've heard, I've heard. I shouldn't say that. Um, so you were where, were, where were you this week? You were skiing this week? Yes, I was skiing. in, uh, where did I go? So I've been in Russia recently mm -hmm. to do a private gig. Uh, and then I went to... <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on. Russia, <laughs> yeah. Russia. I was in Russia doing a... Okay. A birthday party for Vladimir Putin. Yeah, you think Vladimir's yeah, me and Vlad are tight. You know, okay, so, okay, yeah. Yeah. getting that, that good oil money. And the, the guy whose birthday it was uh, sang "Leave a Light" on me, with me. That okay. was very interesting. Okay, tell uh, me, tell me about that. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, it's just you know, it was. Um, it's paying for the desk for the tour that we're about to go on. Put, okay. it, put it that way. Okay, good, good, good. <laughs> yeah. love it, love it, love it, love it. Um, yeah. So, uh, did you sing it in Russian or was it? No, in, no, I don't know it, any Russian. You don't know any Russian. No. No. They were, to be fair, it was like they were super lovely, yeah. and uh, we were wined and dined all night. I bet. And, yeah. and uh, you didn't reveal any state secrets, did you? Because uh, I don't think Trump's so. I didn't, didn't know any. Didn't know any. Don't know any enough. state secrets. You barely. We, we were just talking before the interview about uh, your stats and stuff, and I said, mm. "Are these figures correct?" And you said. I've no, no idea, idea. No, absolutely no idea. <laughs> we share a manager and I uh, went into the office the other day and I saw some plaques from like Italy and Switzerland and stuff. Yeah. And, uh, so you've been busy. Very busy. Busy. So tell me about how it started uh, becoming, not, not necessarily uh, becoming a musician because sure. we, we all kind of know how that happened. But um, That's yeah, on the internet. Yeah, that's on the internet. Somebody. People can read that <laughs> elsewhere. Um, but how did you end up being Tom Walker and how did your artist project start and, and why mainly? Um... Well, I love music, love writing songs. Always thought I'd be a songwriter, never a never a singer, really. But uh, I don't know, ended up doing both, you know. Yeah. We've written songs for other people. And we have, we have. I don't know, it's a weird one. The, the last two years has been a, a whirlwind of craziness. Like last year we did 180 gigs wow. um, in a year. That's basically... Oh. One every two days or pretty, something like pretty that. Pretty much. Yeah. And not just like, you know, in one place. We, we did Russia last year. We did uh, Canada, America, uh, all over Europe, Japan, Singapore, Australia, like everywhere. So well, that was a crazy year, okay. obviously. I feel like everything was kind of leading up to last year. Okay. Obviously the album came out sure. and had the Brit Awards. and. Yep. Everything went to plan, which is really difficult to do in this industry. Yeah, right, right, right. Um, so, yeah. yeah. Um, are you not sick of airports? Because I, I last year, I, did, I mean, I have not done nearly as much travelling as you have, especially last year, but yeah. uh, at the end of last year, I, I, I said, I never want to see another airport again for a good six months. So. <sighs> they're, they're just weird places, aren't they? Yeah. I always said if I died and I had to go <laughs> to hell, It'll just be an endless <laughs> loop of duty-free that, that you can't find an exit from. Oh. I hate going through duty-free. It's such an, like an assault on the senses. Bright lights, yeah, yeah, yeah. smells of perfume, yeah, yeah, yeah. Toblerone bars like this size. It's just you, know, you know the worst one for that is Stansted. Stansted oh, Airport is the worst one. Yeah. It's, it's the worst one. And it's curving as well. And I was once late for a, for a, for a flight. 
and it was six in the morning. We were running with loads of headers of studio equipment and stuff, and everyone was just sort of like, you know, half asleep. You know, they were all on time with their thing, and you're all running through. They go, get out of the way, get out of the way. Yeah, anyway, disaster. I won't fly from Stansted anymore. But anyway. I don't like Stansted. Yeah, yeah. I hate Gatwick. They still charge you for trolleys in Gatwick, right. and you're there with like. 18 flight cases right, and, right. Like, you don't have a quid on you because no one has cash of now. course yeah. and it's the most frustrating thing ever I'm like oh, come on yeah. it's, and it's a quid <laughs> <laughs> fully funded tour and no pound for the trolley no pound love for the it, trolley no we just never yeah. have quids yeah. Um, nice. so yeah so what's, Heathrow what? free trolleys yeah. Heathrow's the best all the terminals are great yeah, good yeah. food Like if you're going to fly from anywhere in the yeah. UK fly Heathrow's from Heathrow not sponsored yeah. by Heathrow I have yeah, to say no but if they want to give us some free flights great obviously we'll take that I flew from Terminal 4 the other day and Unbeknownst to me, the best terminal, I think, yeah. in Heathrow. Terminal 4, brilliant. Which one's the Queen's terminal? Ooh. The Queen's got her own terminal. I don't know yeah. which one it is, but that's a nice terminal. Only, only she's allowed to use it. Very fancy in there. Right. Yeah, okay. Very fancy. Very good. Yeah. Uh, so, right, so touring, 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 touring until you couldn't uh, see straight anymore. And, yeah. uh, and then after that, when you start to feel like, okay, something's happening here. Yeah. Um, what, was that? what was that feeling like? I mean, it was one of those things where. In some senses, it was like this, it felt like this overnight thing. And then in other senses, it was this five year long game yeah. where we really crafted in on the sound and it evolved and changed on its own naturally. And it got to a point, you know, for what it was for the album. And that was a really difficult thing to do. Like, that was the hardest thing I've ever done in my life, actually, is picking tracks for that album. Because I thought I'd have, I wouldn't have enough. But actually, I had too many things right. that I really liked, <laughs> yeah. and wanted to get them all in one space. Good problem um, to have. Yeah, good problem yeah. to have, definitely. But like the track order, <clears throat> I spent days, man, days and days, just listening back to the album and kind of ruining the album for myself. Like <laughs> okay. after it got released, I didn't listen to it for a long time. I sat oh, over yeah. Christmas and listened to it all the way through because I was kind of like, okay, it's been like you know, yeah. we released it in March. Yeah. So I finally sat down and listened to it all the yeah. way through, and I was just like, okay, it still sounds good. Right, right, right. Happy right. days. You still got the good feeling. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, still yeah. got the good feeling, uh -huh. but. Um, uh -huh. Um, yeah, it was a long road to get there. Long road, and um, and uh, just to cut out from the story for for a second, uh, what's it like when you hear one of your songs on the radio? Do you turn it off? Have you got to that point when you turn and be honest, or do you turn it up? You're, you're, you're turning the radio right up. It depends which one it is. To yeah. be fair, like <laughs> okay, yeah, like leave a light on. I've heard so many times now, yeah. so yeah. many. Times. We heard it on the radio it. the other day. Did you? Driving. <laughs> yesterday as we were driving. On so if that comes on, yeah. to be honest, yeah. just you and I as well. I, I feel like you spend so much time finishing and recording and doing like 800 versions of yeah. this single that like everybody's really focused on yeah by the time you're done with it you yeah. must have heard it yeah. over a thousand times um, and tell us about that because when you when you so for people who you know who don't know too much about um music and this is primarily what this podcast is is, is aimed at but sure. also people who are in the industry who know how how the system works but um one would just imagine you write a song and you know that may take however many days or weeks or whatever to perfect that yeah and then you get a version the version you hear especially you know just you and i you know, for mm. instance, it's not like uh, there's a uh, you know crazy orchestration in it. Or, sure. You know, it's it's not like a, it's not like a twenty minute uh, progressive rock piece or something. Yeah. You know? So you think, well, how can just under three minutes of a pop song be so difficult? Why and how does that happen? It's oh God, it, it's ever changing. Like what radio are playing, I think that's one of the really difficult things these days. And also, you've got to get it right for streaming now obviously when i'm writing a song i'm not thinking god i need to make this song ready for radio and it'd be good if it fit on spotify as well so it's it's those kind of issues you get to when you've written the song and you've fallen in love with it and you've gone out and you've played it to people and they're they're you know really into it and yeah. then you sit down and you're like 
how are we going to make this work for okay. Capital or for Radio 1 or for Spotify? And that's the bit that just drives me insane because I just find it difficult. What does that, what does that involve? So, for instance, let's take just you and I, for instance. Mm. And um, I know for, for, for a fact that, obviously, there was a, an acoustic version that was, your, sure. I guess, the only version initially released. And, yeah. um, and then it, people were picking up on it. And, mm. and then I guess you guys thought, well, let's maybe try this as a, as a fuller version. Yeah, for sure. Um, and did that in itself present problems? Because it was just acoustic, kind of initially sort of semi-acoustic. And yeah. what was there? Well, do you know what? It was actually funny. We, we put the acoustic version out first. And then that started rolling so well on Spotify yeah. that we just took the acoustic bit off the end when no one was looking. And okay. it just became just you and I. <laughs> okay. But then... then um, Two years later, it kind of, like after releasing, it kind of started spiking again all over the place and people were really, really loving it on tour. And we kind of thought, why don't we give, like put the full version out, which is what yeah. we always meant to do, yeah. but we'd kind of just parked it for right. like two years. About it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so we went in with Mark Ralph and did a bunch of different versions and, you know, he's, he's really good at uh, kind of taking the essence of an acoustic song and mm -hmm. rapping it. For radio, okay. you know what I mean? Right. So that was a really tough experience for me because I was so attached to the acoustic version. Sure. And I'd been singing it on stage with the band yeah. exactly how we were doing it yeah. for a long time. So making a radio version for it that we thought was going to be successful was was really a foreign thing for me. Okay, and what and what did it involve? Because I can imagine, you know, you have a version with, say, like, no drums or something, and then mm. there's... God knows how many drum sounds in the world, you know. There's, oh, God, there's, yeah. there's so many ways to skin a cat. It's like, where do you start? And, yeah. And, and, and how much sort of did you want to keep from the original and how much got changed and what was that? Because sure. I guess there must be a process of compromise when you're doing that. And, uh, yeah. And, and, and phone calls at midnight shouting down the phone. Hey, you know, man, yeah. Yeah, quite, quite, Well, the main thing for me was to keep... There's something that the guitar does in that record that makes it sound super special and it really keeps it kind of driving along. So I really wanted to keep the essence of that kind of rhythm yeah. within the song and then add extra stuff on top of it. Yeah. And now Mark's the guy who's good at that stuff. Like I don't pretend to... I've produced like one of my records, like yeah. Fly Away With Me. I did the initial production on Just You and I, but yeah. then it got toughed off to somebody else because they were like, you're not really good at this time. I was like, oh, oh okay. <laughs> the sad realisation. Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. You know, because I'm, I'm a writer, like, it's, I'm not, I've never been a producer, I know my way around logic, but mm -hmm. I always find myself getting to this certain point where I just can't get any further. So mm -hmm. Mark was really good at kind of helping me get to that point where it was starting to sound, you know, like we both loved it, but yeah. also that it, it kind of took it to this new pop place, which... Okay. I was really into by the end of the process, but I was I was resisting a lot at the start right. of it. And what does that resistance look like? Are you going to his 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 studio and looking? I'm calling up A and R's, going, "This is mad! If you lost your mind, yeah, we're yeah. not doing this." So, what are you talking about? <laughs> okay. You know, it's all, all that kind of thing. Right. Like, I'm so back and forward with uh, with the tunes that I'm putting out and the way that I'm doing things, and you're constantly changing your mind as well about what is going to be right and wrong because there's no there's no rules in this game That's is true. there and it's i think it's really hard to not overthink the process of mm. of doing it especially when you know, a song's had success. Yeah. You're forever looking at, well, why did it if have it, success? If like, it ain't broke, do we... don't fix it. Yeah. Like, what you, yeah. You're like, well, how do we replicate that again? <laughs> right. Oh, well, let's do the same thing, and then that doesn't work. You have to do something right, different. Right, so right. It's, uh, it's just a process where you just, I don't know, you just keep at it as long as you can. Yeah. I, think, I think that's the thing that a lot of people couldn't take about this industry. Mm -hmm. 
you really have to stick at it for a yeah. long time and yeah. it becomes almost obsessive doing yeah. these kind of songs yeah. and getting albums ready right. and all that kind of thing. And, and when do you know that it's right? When did everyone sort of finally breathe out and the phone call stopped and everyone shook hands? How did that happen? <laughs> I don't know, like version <laughs> 50 or something. Right, okay. <laughs> we all agreed on. Yeah. Because, um, again, it's not just you who has to like it you know this is the reality that the industry it's, it's yeah. you know you have a team around you managers and mm. A&Rs and, and I guess publishers not so much but label and everything, yeah. and everything. so so um there's, what, a, there's you know, a lot of people to please and there's there's a, there's definitely an element of kind of compromise yeah. I would say like I'm not trying to compromise you know my music integrity but I'm I'm very aware that certain things work on radio yeah, and be real about it. And yeah. those guys know better than me mm -hmm. about that stuff. Mm -hmm. Like I have not worked in the the labels for twenty plus years yeah, yeah. and releasing loads of successful singles. Mm -hmm. Like I've mm -hmm. I've a guy who's come out and yeah. had a couple of successful singles mm -hmm. and, and you know the album's done really well. Yeah. Absolutely buzzing. But yeah. I think it would be wrong to assume that you know absolutely everything yeah. about something these people have been doing sure. for like twenty years. Sure, so, sure, sure. Yeah. So there's definitely an, an element of compromise. I mean, I I, uh, um, I worked on a, a record about two years ago, and uh, it, it almost got funny at how many changes there were. And I what think I know the record you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh no! Ah, oh, there's that one as well. Yeah, no, 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 no. Ah, yeah, no. I, I actually wasn't thinking of that one, but no, I'm thinking of a slightly less successful one. But um, but uh, it was initially the the artist and her manager, and then uh, and then the email chain started, and it was not only her, but then uh, the artist's boyfriend, and then it was the artist's wow. parents and, and stuff, and I go, yeah, um, we've. Said it to uh, you know blah blah blah. And my mum thinks that blah, blah. You know it was kind of one of those ones. Oh wow! And uh, <laughs> and, and then and then then random uh, famous artists and producers getting involved and saying said, said to me, oh the hi hats in the middle eight need to be like this. Insert reference here, you know. And then I do <laughs> I do four versions of just the middle eight where the hi hats are like this record, whatever. And they go, oh, no 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 no, oh, it's not man. like that, you know. And so I, I, I sort of have a have a slight inkling of, of, what, of what you went through, but um, you know when you're yeah. getting hi hat references yeah. sent to you that you've gone down <laughs> a serious <laughs> rabbit hole. It's grim. It's grim, and it, it'd be also to the point where, where you know, where it would, you think you're done, and everyone goes, "Yeah, we're pretty happy. Just give us a couple of days." Yeah. And you think, "Oh, yeah." That couple. yeah and in that yeah. couple of days, they go, "Would you mind just slotting in this electric guitar that the producer had in demo version three, whatever?" And I'm, I'm looking at the mix, and I'm, my computer's like screaming at me, and I'm going, "I don't know where," you know. And then uh, anyway, so uh, no, I, I feel you, but um, it's uh, that's you know that's part that's of the job, magic really. though, isn't it? I know it's like really annoying and really difficult, mm. but like when you do get to the end of that process and everybody's finally happy, there's there's a definite relief and there's something magic <laughs> as yeah. well when you do hear it on the radio and you're yeah. like, God, all the work that we put into that record yeah. has finally paid off. Like, yeah. I'm hearing this driving my car and it's just coming on while I'm going down the yeah. street. Like, yeah. that is yeah. an amazing thing. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you're yeah. sick of it by then, so you turn it off. <laughs> yeah, but the first time, like, you always yeah. you always blast it because you're like, yeah. the first time I ever hear something I've released on the radio, I crank it up absolutely full right, right. to check the mixes, right? <laughs> you, yeah, that's what you're going to say then. Because if I ever have a record of, uh, of mine on the radio, I sort of think, oh, I wish that I wish I could have EQ that whoosh a little bit differently, you know. Or, you know, or, or I can hear. I, 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 again, it's not not supposed to be about me, but it's making me think. I did, I did a, a record for an, an Australian guy, and mm. um, and it was on a number one album over there. But basically, I uh, I don't even know quite quite what happened. But the mixer was in Atlanta. I was in England. The oh, artist right. is in Australia. Oh yeah. So, so it's uh, so <laughs> three international three, times. Th yeah, so that's lovely. great. That's great. And me in between goes to the gym and doing other things. And um, so I sent all the files over, and the, and the guy goes. Uh, 
goes, Tim, Tim, let me just play this back. Uh, he had it in Pro Tools. He said, let's just let's check, check this is right. Listen back to it. I think I was reading Marco Polo's Travel Adventures or something at the, at the, at the Classic. time. Yeah, 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 from my, from my uni degree. And, uh, and I got it back and I went, yeah, that's absolutely fine. Like, great. And um, this is uh, Miles Walker. He'd won several Grammys and all that sort of stuff. So I'm like, yeah, this is great. And, uh, and then it, the artist approves it, label approves it. Yeah. The mix, still in the mix. And then the record comes out. And then I put the album in my car and uh, oh, no. put the track on and I'm like... Where's the um, where's the bass gone in the second verse? And I was like, there's no bass in the second verse. And then I realised the version that he played me back was literally what I'd sent him, and there was no bass. There was no bass. It just oh. had disappeared. I mean, it, it sounds good. It, now, now looking back, well, it has to sound good. Well, so there, if it's know. a happy mistake, then it's, it's all right. Mistake, but if, yeah. you, if if it was, it was killing you and you couldn't sleep at night <laughs> because of it, then where's not the vocals? Yeah. Where's the vocals in the second verse? Um, so yeah, that, that, that does that does happen. It only happened happened once. But um, so uh, yeah, so we talked about just you and I. Um, mm. Now, um, the single that I guess kind of launched you mm. uh, was a single called Leave a Light On, uh, yeah. which is, I'm sure, uh, at least gone platinum in the UK, so millions yes, around I the world. Yes, I believe it has, yeah. And uh, which is, I mean, congrats on that. That's an amazing achievement. Um, interestingly enough, looking at the history of that, um, uh, can you talk about initially when it came out? Because uh, it kind of had two lives, if yeah. I remember it. And you, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So we put it out in the UK, and I think it initially got into like the top 40, but then wasn't really moving that much. We were all scratching our heads like, you know, we'd spent ages getting this song right. I'd written it two years before, right, okay. and we spent two years working on right, it, basically, right. to get it right. And uh, at the time when we wrote it, I could, like, not me, but the A&R had an, like a, he was like, this is too big to put out now, we can't, and I was like, mate, what are you talking about too big? Like, right. This, and he was right, like by the time we put it out, everything kind of was just kind of connecting just right with everybody and we're, people were a lot more aware of the project, okay. you know. So right. if we put it out, we would have wasted it. It right. would have never gone anywhere. That's an interesting point, yeah. Um, so it went off in Italy first. Okay. Well, sorry, the UK and then got like near the top 40 into there. Yeah. And then wasn't really doing too much. And then it went crazy in Italy. Right. And then that set off this like wildfire. Right that just spread through like France, it was like number one in the airplay charts for like eight weeks in France, wow. which is mad, because you know, I think they have like, it's like 60% of the radio has to be French music, right. so it's really difficult to get tuned up there. Mm. And then it went crazy in Germany, and then it was working its way into America, like, and then just like last, last year, it was finally made its way to Australia. And, <laughs> okay. I, and I was it's a like, long way to Australia, to be I, fair, Tom. A long flight. It's a long way. And it took a while to yeah. get there. And I'm, yeah. and I'm like, we, we, this is two years ago. What do you yeah. mean they've just started? Like, <laughs> shut, shut up. So it was really yeah. strange. And yeah. in the meantime, like nothing much was happening in the UK. And then all of a sudden, we got this big sink for. Um, Explain what a sink is, by the oh, way. Oh, so a sink is you. like, uh, you know, putting uh, music to a picture. And okay. in, in this case, it was, uh, it was an advert for Sony, Sony's new TV, the Sony Bravia. And, uh, not sponsored. Not sponsored, no, no. But they did give me a TV. It took me nine months, <laughs> nine months of moaning at them. I was going into Curry's and the bloody song was playing. Anyway. This is not fair, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was there at Christmas in Curry's just like, oh my God, it was just playing on like 30 TVs in the shop. I was walking around buying presents for people like, this is super weird. irony of that, yeah. So anyway, that advert came out and that was a worldwide advert and that was just the final push. Like, it went went mental okay. after that okay. and uh, you know got up to the top 10 in the UK and amazing and just you know started streaming really well and because of that song we've been you know all these places that I mentioned before it's because of that 
that that song going wild and it's kind of cemented a place um, for my career and, and led to the success of the album and yeah, it's and done us a lot of favours. Do you think uh, you'll ever get sick of the song? I love playing it live, still absolutely playing it live. adore yeah, it because yeah. everybody goes mental for yeah, it yeah. and that for me is like a big thing, if, if, if people look like they're having the best time yeah. and they always look like they're having the best time <laughs> yeah, paid to that song, paid actors, fake crowds, then it's fine, do you know what I mean? Yeah. But um, I, getting up at six o'clock in the morning to play it on a breakfast show on an acoustic that's yeah. not mic'd up properly. Does, Great. Does not interest me. Anymore. Yeah, right, right, yeah. right, right. <laughs> I'm and bored of doing that. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's the that's the thing, is because you know, you, you sort of look at all these these especially some of the Sunday shows and everything. And obviously, you know, they it's great and they have you won and that's, you know, an amazing it's all publicity mm. and stuff. But you know, you're a human being and the reality of it is, you know, what's what's probably better, standing in front of forty thousand people or sitting on a couch and yeah, on Sunday yeah. morning and that's just the that's just the truth. Well the thing I find fascinating about this job is like in my mind, I'd never signed up to like be going on telly. Right. You know what I mean? I was like, this is, <laughs> this is music, right? Yeah. I'm not a celebrity. Yeah, yeah. And then it's like, well, you've got, got to do this opportunity to promote your music. And I was like, yeah, that does sound like a good idea, but <laughs> not really a celebrity. I don't know what I'm doing here. Right, like, sitting right. on all these sofas with like very high powered actors and all this stuff. Just yeah. like, what am I doing? <laughs> right, 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 right. I feel like a bit of a, you know, like, uh, a deranged fan who's broke into the building. Okay, yeah, yeah, right, right. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know, it's a, it's a weird world, I think. Uh, but it's necessary to it's promote this, your music, so right. I'm happy to do it. And, and over the years it's gotten a lot easier, but when, when I first started doing these kind of appearances on TV and radio and stuff, yeah. I, was, I was absolutely scared as hell. Right. What's the scariest bit about it? Is it is it is it thinking, oh, there's maybe a million people watching me right now? Oh, it's just like, oh my god, I have to make myself interesting. If only people knew how boring I was. Right, you know right. what I mean? Yeah, it's one yeah. of those. Yeah. And it's also like six o'clock in the morning, and right. you've like just started, and oh, you've been wow. there since four a.m. It's like, wow. you know, and you've got to be like, I'm really happy. You're just like, God, yeah, I've had three hours sleep. Right. I want to go back to bed. You're right, right. And how, how do you how do you keep the uh, the end goal in sight? Going, oh, this is all a all a means to an end. It's all part of a mm. process. Like because I can imagine it's like uh, it's like you know doing a marathon or whatever, and, sure. and going once you've done the marathon, you're going to feel so great. And you can tell everyone you've done a marathon. And um, yeah, how, how, how what, what sort of tips do you have? Do you have any psychological techniques, as it were, to try and keep yourself grounded and keep yourself focused? You know, I th I'm just really lucky with uh, like my mates that I'm I'm best friends with. I've known them like we go, we grew up in the same village together. Yeah. like four doors, three doors, five that was doors. Manchester, right? Yeah, it was Manchester. in Chelford, which oh, is like okay. twelve miles away from Manchester, okay, but right. no one's ever heard of it. So, so I just, just say Manchester. Manchester. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you know, they've been. Just awesome. They were coming to my gigs when there was like, you know, four fans there and six of my mates making yeah, up the, yeah. you know, the, the yeah. entire crowd. I, I, I have to say, they are wild. I remember coming to some of your earlier gigs and yeah. they're right at the front and they know all the demos, they know all the B sides, they know, they know the yeah. lyrics better than you probably. To yeah, absolutely. Songs, you know? Yeah, yeah. And um, so you've you got, you got to respect them for that. That's, oh, that's 100%. Yeah. And, you know, anytime I've been in, in, a, in a bad way, because there have been ups and downs doing this, it's, it's been my mates and it's been, you know, Annie, my fiance, is an absolute legend. And, I think just having those people has made things really easy, obviously. Having like family, they're all absolutely amazing as well. Parents are solid, so. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, pretty lucky. And when you're, when you're on, on tour, you know, I mean, I've, I've done a, a few tours, but, um, but there are moments where, you know, you, you're excited to play every night and it's amazing. And I absolutely 
love tour life. I mean, I'm obviously mainly in the studio, but when I have been let out uh, mm. to, go on a, <laughs> to go on a bus or whatever. Yeah, go on a day trip. <laughs> if it was stupid enough to let, to let me out of the studio. Um, it's, it's, I, I just remember it being amazing fun. But there are those days, especially once you've done it for a few days in a row, mm. um, where the weather turns or something like that, and, all the, and someone's ill and the crew, you know, get, you know there's, there's something, there's an atmosphere that's changed. And, yeah. and, um, and you know, know you've got to go on stage and, and, mm. and look happy and, and feel happy and stuff. And, I mean, I've done gigs l- looking like I was w- well happy, and I wasn't. You know? Yeah, yeah, and so, absolutely. Um, and so, you know, obviously, it's it's different. You're, um, you know, people are paying to come and see you and stuff. Sure, um, you got to bring yeah. your A game, like yeah. regardless of what's going on. Like yeah. people yeah. bought those tickets, they've arranged babysitters. Like you cannot. Good be, point. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You've, like they, yeah. they've taken times out of their lives yeah. to come and like enjoy yeah. something. Yeah. So yeah. they need yeah. to be enjoying it. Like, yeah. they yeah. need to be having a good time. Yeah. And yeah. Um, for you to be too hungover or <laughs> whatever yeah. it's like you know if you if you're really upset if you're genuinely like not enjoying yourself then you shouldn't do it like sure. absolutely sure. but everybody yeah. has their, their days course, but you yeah. just have to go out there and yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. you know we've we've had uh, we've had those days I've, i had a funny gig in sheffield where i, I walked onto the stage with no microphone <laughs> just no microphone whatsoever and i'd left it in the dressing room and there was no spare and i was just like oh my god oh, no. so i had to run up to the the backing singer laura bless her heart and just yeah. nick the microphone yeah. and come in for like halfway through the first uh oh, well. you know lyric in angels so well, yeah I've, well. I've i've seen it all yeah, on yeah, yeah, right. that, that, that ruined my day that day right okay but i still had to get like smile and get through the rest of the uh-huh, gig and uh-huh. pretend that i'd not uh-huh. royally fucked up i i watched your glastonbury uh, set uh, last year from the comfort of <laughs> comfort of my <laughs> friend's sofa friend's sofa yeah and uh, uh, what what was what was that like playing glastonbury that so that was the highlight of, of my life and of last year of generally doing live yeah. stuff i mean yeah. that was incredible i just feel like I hate watching my performances back. I hate it. I never Why? do it. Why? Just really judgmental, overly yeah. judgmental, yeah. like, and I just yeah. don't give myself a break at all. Yeah. So it's just best that I don't do it. Okay. I'm just like you're crap, Tom. That was rubbish. And, like, and you're, and you're, you're I, uh, would you say you're your worst critic? Oh, absolutely, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. But I watched that back on on a plane. I downloaded it on the yeah. iPlayer. Yeah. Watched yeah. it back with my ears yeah. and just I was I burst into tears on the plane because oh, no. I was just like, this is like. Awesome. Right. I was so proud of meeting the Oh, family. good. We, no, oh, this is terrible. <laughs> Another Coke served and two coffee. Sorry, sorry. What's your, what's your McGlasto performance? Can you just not interrupt at the moment? We put a month into, like, every day making sure that set was going to be good. Like, and every month, other gig wow. we were doing, we were making sure that by the time we got there, everything was fluid. There would be no mistakes. There was so much pressure on that gig from labels and everybody watching everywhere. You know, it's like national. Sure. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. What, and uh, just just more generally, um, and uh, this this uh, I don't know how you're going to answer this, but what are you like taking criticism? And I and I say this um, purely as a as a neutral bison. Obviously, I know you personally, but sure. Um, but in terms of because obviously as as artists and writers and, and creators of any kind of art, um, yeah. you know when you start, you you start off with a love for music, and you and and you know you can cri- you could be cri- critical of your of yourself and stuff. Yeah. But when you really you send that email out. You say, "Here's the song we've written today. Yeah. What do you think?" And sometimes you get nothing back, or you know, or you send it to a label, and there's suddenly not just your own opinion. There's everyone's opinion. Yeah. And uh, what happens when um, when it, it's not what you, when you love a song mm. and no one else likes it? Yeah, it's tough. It's re- it's happened, you know, mm. a bunch of times where I've been madly in love with something, uh, 
but go out and play it live. Right, okay. <laughs> Not everything has to be a single. Sure. Like, you know what I'm sure, saying? Sure. Um, and, you know, I, I get really attached to the things that I'm working on. I've tried to kind of step away from that this yeah, year. Yeah. Like, I'll, I'll go home and listen to it like 16 times in a row. Okay. And just like get fully obsessed with it. And then yeah. I think it's the best thing in the world. Right, yeah, yeah. And then I'm sending it to the label like, this is the best thing in the world. Yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. So every time I send something to them, yeah, it's yeah. the best thing in the world. Okay, yeah. So I'm expecting yeah. criticism. But yeah. in general, I'd rather somebody come back and be hard and tough and really critical than be completely vanilla and just not yeah. say, yeah, it's sure. nice. Yeah. So if somebody calls my music nice, mm. I, j I cannot stand it. <laughs> okay. I'm like, it's not nice, a cup of tea's nice. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It's, you know, tell me what you actually think of it. Don't okay. say it's fucking nice. Yeah, yeah. It's not a cup of tea. What is the song you wish you'd written? <sighs> oh, that's a tough question. Probably Gravity by John Mayer. I love that album, Continuum. Such a banger. Everything mm -hmm. on it just sounds so good. Like yeah. So well recorded, well written. I think Steve Jordan, Pino Palladino playing drums and bass on Classic, it. Like, yeah. Tight. Yeah, yeah. John Mayer on guitar is just absolutely sick. Every time I watch him like, singing <laughs> and playing together, I'm just like, you dickhead. Yeah, yeah. He's so talented. I don't know how he does. He's like really handsome as well, which makes it even worse. Yeah, like, yeah. God, I hate talented people. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you are one, so you, you, you'd hate yourself. But not like speech. John Mayer, do you know what I mean? He's, he's another level, man. Like, when uh, I've seen him do the... I've not actually seen him live uh, for ages. I, I saw him at the NEN, MEN Arena years ago, yeah. like, with my dad and my sister. So I think he was still living at home at that point. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think this was, like, shortly after he released, like, Room for Squares and then maybe Continuum, but I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I've watched a lot of stuff online of him playing, like, just with the trio. Yeah. Oh, it's just so good. Yeah. So good. That's what Amazing. I aspire to be as a player one day. Amazing. John Lester. I won't get there because I've never practiced before. <laughs> Fair enough. He's never going to get there, so why bother? Yeah, why bother? Put, yeah, put yeah. down your guitars now. Brilliant. That's, that's, that's the message you wanted to end with. Um, and on that note, uh, thank you so much, Tom Walker, Pleasure. for coming in to Hype Club. No okay. worries. Nice one.